listeners welcome to business line podcast and this is your host anjana if you like upa transactions i'm sure you must have heard of paytm a brand that was well popular has now ran into trouble recently rbi imposed restrictions on paytm payments bank and restrained the entity from offering incremental banking services from march 2024 this is due to concerns regarding breach of and compliance with regulatory norms what are the restrictions that paytm payments bank going to be facing from march 2024 how will it affect the lending and upi ecosystem to answer all these questions we have with us hamsini karthik deputy editor business line hi hamsini welcome to the podcast hi anjana hi hi so the very first question that i have here is what are the concerns um, that rbi has raised against paytm and why has it been asked to stop its incremental banking services okay uh, there are a couple of aspects to this one if you go back to the concerns that the reserve bank of india has been having on paytm it mm. dates to 2018 okay oh. so mm. the license to paytm was given in 2017 mm-hmm. just a year later they had the rbi had asked them to stop onboarding okay. because there was some kyc or know your customer related issues deficiencies mm-hmm. that is precisely the word to use that there is the bank of india found out there was very generous exchange of data happening between the bank and 197 which is the main company which is also the interface in many cases between the customer and uh, uh, the paytm outfit right mm-hmm. so uh, kyc related things AML anti money laundering related issues these are some things that the reserve bank of india has always been a little concerned about with mm-hmm. paytm so mm-hmm. the ban on paytm payments bank dates to 2018 they repaired their situation in 2019 uh, it became operational again um, okay. things were going on fine till 21 uh, just go back to the drhp that uh, 197 filed for mm. its ipo uh, paytm payments bank posted a 25 crore the only entity which was making money okay. for the entire 197 group mm. and it was profitable from day one and how was it profitable from day one because this was the entity where you know money was actually getting parked and transacted and making value Okay. the whole uh, environment mm-hmm. but then again around holy or just before holy of 2022 rbi mm-hmm. came out again saying that you know you can't onboard any new customers Ooh, so okay. whatever we are seeing as a ban which happened two days back to about one and a half evenings back is not new payments bank has been a very frequent guest it's had a lot of love affair with this entire uh, ban issue with rbi now this ban is very severe because okay. not only does it say that you know you can't onboard any uh, fresh customers it also says that there cannot be money pulled out from the bank after 29th of february mm-hmm. so uh, whatever deposits that are there i wouldn't be surprised if we see something like a run on deposits 
because obviously everyone will want to park it out right yes, they don't want to put their money in a, a place where they know that they're not going to be able to transact it after a certain period of time that's on one end the other thing that is very important to note and this is what is going to take a while to sort of untangle is that the ppi license or the wallet license mm-hmm. lies with the payments bank now the upi when you look at your upi id they will have your name at the rate your bank.upi right mm-hmm. so that id is also a property of paytm payments bank right mm-hmm. now we've had a certain instance in the past where uh, when there was a moratorium placed on a certain bank and i'm here referring to yes bank in okay. 2020 and mm-hmm. yes bank was huge at that point in time in upi uh, side there was a possibility of at the rate yes bank getting used through other banks so okay. what paytm told us yesterday in the call what 197 management vijay shekhar tanma told us yesterday was that since there is precedent we would also explore that oh okay mm-hmm. but in the process of exploring that are you going to be able to retain everybody that you have in mm-hmm. the ecosystem on an assets whereas basis that is a huge question mark so now Uh, because the nodal accounts of paytm payment services and the 197 the holding company of paytm also need to be terminated with the payments bank it's going to be a situation where such seamless usage of upi or the wallet is not going to be possible in the manner that it is today and why is that a big deal i'll tell you what okay. differentiates a phone pay from a paytm a google mm-hmm. pay from a paytm or rather a paytm from a phone pay or a paytm from a google pay is that the entire infrastructure is you know a comfortably placed in one spot at paytm yes. Yes, yes right yes. there is a payments bank which is a back end which is handling the money seamlessly there is a 197 which is the front end and for a customer it really doesn't matter what's at the back end or what's at the front end all he or she needs is to be able to transact seamlessly yes. and paytm was offering that and paytm mm-hmm. wallet service is a huge service it's the largest in the country with 33 million odd customers right mm-hmm. so we're talking about a reasonably big ecosystem of customer base involved here and, and who were sticking on very loyally to paytm because of the seamless transaction possibility that it enabled right mm-hmm. now with most of the banks you would know that there is a lot of bounce on upi and all that with paytm the bounce rates were very low because the backend was being handled by paytm payments bank okay. that's okay. not going to be the case so yeah. the differentiator or the alpha that paytm payments bank had or rather 197 had over any other upi uh, uh, module upi product will now be lost Ooh, right okay mhm it's a big deal because you were getting your valuation the business was getting reckoned in a certain way because you were seen as a one stop shop mm-hmm. now you're just like anybody else so right. how are you going to convince your investors how are you going to convince your own business model these are deeper questions for for vijay shekhar sharma to answer yesterday's call with analysts unfortunately media was not given an opportunity to participate in the question answer session we were just mute participants there but the call was trying to assuage some of the concerns that a few section of people put forth but i would think that we are still very far from understanding how this whole complex situation is going to be untangled 
Okay, okay. So that's a lot of information out there. And I'm just a little curious here, Hamsini. So uh -huh. I was having a conversation with one of my colleagues here. And uh -huh. we just had the small doubt that what if I have deposited a certain amount in a particular bank, which is not a right. payments bank, but I use Paytm for uh, UPA transactions. So right. in that case, will uh, will there be a possibility that I cannot do UPA transaction on Paytm anymore? Is there a kind of a situation like that? Now let's dissect this whole uh, a whole uh, pipeline of UPA transaction into two parts. Okay, yes. you are a front end customer. Mm -hmm. You make the transaction through a UPI QR code, as it is called. Exactly. Right now, mm -hmm. the QR code is a property of the merchant. Okay. Okay. Therefore, from your perspective, from a customer mm -hmm. perspective, for mm -hmm. you, it is about showing your phone, scanning the QR and making the payment. Exactly. That process should not have any issue. Mm -hmm. You know, that should be as is where is right mm -hmm. now. But the back end is where there's going to be a lot of issues because in the call, it was revealed that 15% of uh, the merchants that mm -hmm. Paytm transacts with or 197 transacts with have their accounts, their uh, uh, transacting accounts with the payments bank, Paytm oh. payments bank. Uh -huh. What that means is that when you flash your uh, phone on the QR, the mm -hmm. money goes into Paytm payments bank. Oh, okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, from 29th of February, that's not going to be possible because RBI has said that your cutoff date for accepting deposits, for accepting money into the bankers 29th February. Mm -hmm. So, is Paytm going to be, you know, handing out alternate bank accounts to these customers or from whenever I'm told that the process has already started to ensure that, you know, the nodal account gets transferred to another bank and the merchant is able to operate seamlessly? This is a big question. And mm -hmm. this is a, a 10 to 15% population. Let's take the higher end for all practical purposes. 15% population of uh, Paytm's total merchant base. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're talking about a relatively huge number using Paytm Payments Bank as the transacting bank as well. Primary transacting bank as well. Okay. Okay. Got it. So this brings me to my next question. How do you think that this particular decision by RBI is going to uh, be lending or UPI ecosystem? Frankly, it will not hurt the UPI ecosystem. Because like I said, as a consumer of UPI, as a payment maker, mm -hmm. right, for you, life is not dif any different. This okay. is not going to change your, change the way you're going to flash your phone on a sticker. Mm -hmm. But what is going to change for a reasonably large proportion of UPI base and Paytm ranks number three in the list exactly. on UPI transactions. And mind you, it was the first mover to bring in these bring in these QR stickers. Mm -hmm. Paytm brought it and then now you have phone pay and Google Pay, yes. you know, cannibalizing the space. But Paytm yes, is yes. the first mover. That yes. is something that you have to give the company credit for. And you can never take that credit away from Paytm. They enabled a digital ecosystem which nobody really quite thought of. A very path-breaking one which led to competition, which led to more players wanting to uh, mm -hmm. enter the market. Now, mm -hmm. that back-end ecosystem, how is it going to get balanced? Like I said earlier, from Paytm Payments Bank, 
the objective is to move it to any other bank it mm. could be an icici it could be a yes bank these are very active banks in the digital payments ecosystem axis bank is also very active in the ecosystem so it could be any of these large banks mm. but let me remember what it is going to mean for paytm is that where paytm had the exclusivity on a certain proportion of customers it's losing that base of exclusivity that's mm. a big loss Mm-hmm. Imagine a situation where I'm a merchant. I mm-hmm. I have a clothes shop, and I use Paytm sticker. I use Paytm UPI, right? And yes. uh, now my nodal account has been moved from Paytm Payments Bank to let's say an ICICI Bank. Mm-hmm. Now I also, by virtue of the movement, become a customer of ICICI Bank. True, so true. I'm vulnerable to getting poached by ICICI Bank. Mm. That was not the case earlier. Mm-hmm. And trust me, larger banks can tease merchants with. much more attractive rates much more attractive schemes that the incentive for somebody to stay put with paytm may be much lesser okay okay which is why i said earlier mm-hmm. that paytm was a holistic mm-hmm. payments company okay. now paytm gets downgraded to the position of just being a fintech company mm-hmm. and that's a lot of difference to stomach exactly completely agree to that right okay, okay. so i think this question is something that to do with the profitability of the company so how right. do you think that this decision is going to impact the profitability of uh, paytm sure paytm is estimating that the annual ebitda level losses because mm-hmm. of this particular move could be in mm-hmm. the ballpark of 300 yeah. to 500 crores mm-hmm. right okay. now uh, we're talking about a company which has has not broken even yet which mm-hmm. is on negative ebitda mm-hmm. uh, when you take into all the cost together mm-hmm. so uh, uh paytm lately is saying that you know you should look at my ebitda minus uh, esop costs and all that mm-hmm. but uh, uh, a true blood financial analyst will not do that because mm-hmm. for us ebitda is ebitda it doesn't matter whether you minus uh, employee cost out of it or not out of it it is not making money at the opat level at the operating profit level so okay. to the extent of 300 to 500 crores the bleeding on opat is going to be much more mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. and opatium was a charting its journey for a turnaround in its financials that mm-hmm. is going to get very stretched and i would think it is going to get indefinitely stretched mm-hmm. the, I, i'm not able to foresee a situation where the stress is going to go away the second thing is that transacting in house with paytm payments bank helped it significantly on the margins front Mm-hmm. right it mm-hmm. helped it on customer retention as well now mm-hmm. these are cost advantages which are latent we mm-hmm. cannot on day one put a number to it okay. but when these benefits go out when mm-hmm. when these opportunities go out then it will have a reflection on the numbers now mm-hmm. what that number is going to be how is that number further going to dent profit profitability etc it's too early to say so mm-hmm. i would think that one would have to wait for uh you know q4 numbers march quarter numbers to take a good estimation of where is paytm headed to uh from a financial perspective and this uh this quarter results march quarter mm-hmm. results uh, of fy24 will be very very closely watched mm-hmm. not just by investors of paytm but by every fintech company because as we speak can think of two large fintechs lending cart and credit b wanting to hit the market with its ipo Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And for them, in a sense, Paytm gave legs to their hope that mm-hmm. you know Paytm is turning profitable. Paytm is able to uh, break even minus ESOP's cost, etc. Mm-hmm. It was giving them the motivation. It was giving them the courage, mm-hmm. right? Now, mm-hmm. if that's not going to be quite the case, how mm-hmm. how are they going to defend themselves in the IPO? So, uh, uh, for the fintech community itself, this question that uh, the 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 repercussions of uh, this RBI move will be, I would think, uh, uh, a very very uh, uh, deeply hurting one. It's mm-hmm. not going to. It's going to make life difficult for fintechs because each of them would also now want to go back to the drawing room and see mm-hmm. if they have any of these uh, uh, KYC issues, ALM issues, etc. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So, uh, it's it life is going to be difficult for fintechs. I would imagine for the next six months, six months oh. to a year. Okay. 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 So, like, uh, Hamsini, we whenever there is a problem, we always mm-hmm. go in search of a solution, right? So, uh, what do you think? Is there any way that uh, Paytm can come out of this situation? If Paytm payment survives after all of this, I'm sorry, I'm taking this tone. And if they really start adhering to compliances, now what is the big problem that RBI has indirectly pointed finger to? There mm-hmm. is a lot of commingling between 197 and Paytm payments back, mm-hmm. right? Commingling mm-hmm. in terms of user base, commingling in terms of how their data is used, commingling in transactions, etc. So yeah. RBI has asked. Paytm or RBI wants Paytm, that is 197, to mm-hmm. cut its leg off from Paytm Payments Bank. And if mm-hmm. you look at the communication that has come, 197 so far, mm-hmm. they also seem to be inclined to move away from the hip. Right, oh. they don't want to be seen as twins. They mm. want to be seen as different entities. Mm. Yesterday's call was once again harping on that. They, uh, the management kept saying that you know, Paytm Payments Bank is a different entity, whereas we are a different entity. OCL, that is one ninety seven Communications, is a different entity. Mm-hmm. If they are able to demonstrate it in uh-huh. action, then maybe you know something is possible. Mm. But uh, do we all have that? A tenacity to wait it out that long will the uh, regulator be that supportive because remember 2022 ban which came in in march mm-hmm. that has not been reversed yet a couple of months back they paid fine upwards of five crores and huh. uh, this is the heaviest amount any bank in india has paid to the reserve bank of india they are in the bad books of the regulator whether we like it or not without mincing words if i were to call it out i would say just this um so uh, they will have to you know do a lot of uh, somersaults, cartwheels, 360-degree spins, whatever you want to call it, to get to the good side of the regulator. Not mm-hmm. just verbally, not just vocally, but mm-hmm. in principles, in action. It has to demonstrate in their governance. That's okay. a long, long route that we're talking about. It's very difficult. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Hamsini. I think our listeners would have definitely benefited from listening to this conversation. Thank you so much for joining with us. Thank you, Anjana. Thanks so much for having me here.